bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. And the reality show, it needs to get fucking canceled. It does. It needs to get canceled. <laughs> it's it's horrendous. T- it's tired. It's draining. It's repetitive. It's exhausting. It, it never changes. It's too produced. It's overproduced. It's predictable. It's set up. Yeah. Uh, it is, man, what else? It's I mean, tacky. It's oh, problematic. It's classless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, money can't buy you class. No. Class. The it's, cast is whack. The cast is whack. <laughs> it needs to be recast. <laughs> yeah. Do a re, you know, it I never. It just needs to be canceled. We don't even want to recast. No, it needs to be canceled and a new thing needs the to be The format made. needs to be dead. The format, <laughs> de- definitely. It's just not, it's not working. Mm-mm. It's not working. None Mm-mm. of it works. None, None of, of it, it works. works. And you know what? None of it's ever going to work because not no one will ever be pleased. It's done working They're, and they all run their course. And this one has to. Yeah. And uh, the sad thing is that if a new thing were to appear, it would be the same thing. Well, yeah, it's just kind of like American Idol. It didn't need to come back. Mm-hmm. It just didn't need to. But it was back. And maybe you watch some of it. Like Dancing with the Stars. Because you have to. Because it's on a different channel. Right. <laughs> right. But it's. But it's, it was still the same show. And it wasn't as good. And it wasn't as good. No. It's, it's not as good. And it's I currently mean, on. And it's. And you feel. We feel like we have to participate in this political reality show because technically we do. And it's just like. It needs to go. It needs to go. They don't ever need to come back. We don't need them to come back Mm-mm. and they just have to go. And we say goodbye, like like <laughs> toddlers and tiaras. There's things we loved, oh. you know, uh, honey boo boo loved. You know what I mean? There's been good ones that then they got dark and then they left. And that's what needs they to happen. They pretty much all. cast of New York. Yeah, they pretty much <laughs> all. Toddlers and tiaras is a perfect example. Yeah. I mean, it started out how adorable. And then <sighs> it's a pedophile Okay. <laughs> and then, of course, Mama June. Another pedophile ring. Yep. I mean, and which who is an offshoot from Toddlers and Tears. That's right. That's right. And now it's just all getting. I mean, now we're dealing with sister wives and, you know, all that offshoot. All of the offshoot. And wow, has that gotten dark too? That's still going. Um, it's running into the ground though. Yes, as everyone. I mean, I yeah. don't want to spoil it, but you know. If, yeah, if As you have women it. wake up, things start to change. If only all of the women would. Yeah, Cody Brown is going to fuck around and find out. You know, if it's a metaphor, really, for all of it. If you think about it, Cody being 
men and <laughs> the women waking up and being like, you don't fucking run me and then leaving. However, we are in a weird we're like going back. We've turned back the clock. We're going back to the beginning of Cody where it was like, I want I want more than the man. I also want the family. Meanwhile, that bitch first to leave. <laughs> Excuse me. You weren't going to give any spoilers. Sorry. For anyone that wants to get back on the sister wife. Sorry. Train. Get back into it. Oh, I my mean, God. Really. That was was that on last night? Oh, OK. Then we can watch OK, that. we fucked up. Right. We, that's what we had. We and had by the way, it. guess what I found out tonight as what? I perused around to while I decompress for a minute. Um, the Disney show's back. There's two episodes of it on, uh, with your guy, Tony Hale. Two new episodes. Oh, the secret lives of murderers. Benedictine Mark yeah. Markensteins. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think the season is going to be as good. Probably not. But that's great. Probably you not. Mean my best friend. I mean, your best friend, Tony Hale. Yeah. I mean, me and Tone. Yeah. Also known as, um. Lone Tone. Big Tone. <laughs> Yeah, B and T, Bone and Town. What was his name on Arrested Development? Oh, I don't know. Like, it's not Buckley. Now that's in my head because that's Tucker Carlson's stupid fucking son's name. Oh, it was like that. It was know. a cute name on Arrested Development. Um. Anyway, yeah, Lone Tone and me are <laughs> tight. It's tight tone and tight B, and we are very close. Tight tone, bald B, all together again. <laughs> um. Meow meow. Yep. We got a huge housewarming gift box. Oh my from god. Selena Guest. Yes. Huge. Humongous. Okay. Huge. Um, but before we get into it, I just wanted to do a birthday shout out to one of our favorite Patreon subscribers, Lindsay from Oklahoma, also known as Lindsay Y'all. It's Lindsay, y'all. It's Lindsay, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lindsay has only been subscribed to the Patreon since March. Wow. But she quickly just wiggled her way right into our hearts. Um, we love her so much. She's like fiercely supportive mm-hmm. and she communicates that to us mm-hmm. and she's funny. And most importantly, she's the one who helped <laughs> us get rid of those weird bugs we had all over the laundry room. Yeah. You know? And it worked. It, I mean, it fucking completely worked. So, hey, hey Lindsay, y'all, like you did it. I mean, you, uh, thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for getting rid of the weird bugs. We'll never forget you for that. And happy birthday, Lindsay. <laughs> they were all over the laundry room. Mm-hmm. We and then they would spread, but yep. they would. St- we knew they were starting there. Yep. And it was uh, it was upsetting. It was upsetting to the eye every time you walked in there. Yeah. It was gross. We'd kill them. Nothing did it. And Lindsay. Um, completely sent us a detailed email or a message on Patreon, a private message on how to get rid of them. And it fucking worked to a T yep. in one go round. One go round. And Lindsay knows what we're talking about. Yep, one go round. We even called a fucking exterminator. Didn't know shit. And he took he one in shit. a plastic bag. He took two in a plastic bag, put them under a microscope, <laughs> then came back and said it would cost $700. And didn't know what they were. And we nope. said, beat it, Tool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Beat it. And meanwhile, we did what we did cost probably four ninety nine. And they're gone. Four dollars and ninety nine. Correct. Seance. Yeah, exactly. And and Lindsay, when we say we went the budgetist of the budget, <laughs> because we just did what we had on hand. We didn't even go out and go get something specifically. Yeah, right. You know exactly. what I mean? We didn't even because we probably would have gone overboard. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Lindsay, y'all. 
Um, we love you, and we are so happy that um, you and your best friend Brandy with an I wow. became part of our Patreon family this year. And you know what, Mama? Just goes to show it's never too late to join our Patreon podcast. We love our 14 listeners, but there's a special place in our hearts for all of our Patreon subscribers like Lindsay and Brandy, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't like, are you perked up? Are you curious? If you want to check it out, there's a link to a free episode in the description of this podcast. Or you can go to dumbgaypolitics.com to check it out. We do two Patreon podcasts a week. They're both an hour long and they're a dollar each. And you don't have to subscribe to both. You can just sign up for one if you feel like two extra hours of us is too much. But they're not about politics, which is what, you know... That's just like the thing. Like, if you like too much politics or whatever, we don't even say the word politics in there. Okay, there's no ads, so you know maybe you want to sign up for both the the regs and the and the bonus. This week we talked in detail about going to Halloween Horror Nights last Friday. Yep. And uh, if that sounds boring, think again because um, <laughs> Julie is literally a different person after that experience. I mean, you, you your life. The course of your future life has literally been altered from having done that. Like your interests have changed. They've completely changed. Everything has sort of reframed. There's a new perspective on things. Mm -hmm. There's a renewed interest. I think yep. it like did something to your your dark matter, your creativity. It yeah, just, it just it did. like it just it just wriggled up. You know the that right side of your brain or the left side, I guess. I mean, right I am like on a. I'm on, I'm on a, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm in a, first of all, I'm in a, um, YouTube haunted house walk through K-hole. I can't stop. And also like, I, I, you know, the, the all of it, the horror, the this, the that, I mean, I, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about universal going to universal, all of it, just all of it. I can't stop thinking about like re re resurrecting our, 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 our stage screenplays. Oh, right. Because we, we have a. We have a gay um, zombie movie, mm -hmm. um, as all of our screenplays are gay, <laughs> dumb and gay. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, all of our scripts, we should say, because they're not all screenplays. Some of right. them are, our, you know, half our teleplays. Comedy. Yeah, teleplays, <laughs> if you will, that we're going to turn into radio plays. Yes. So we, we kept talking and having reminders of our gay zombie movie, which is called Gay Baby Army. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Amber George, who I think, I don't know if she just subscribed to our Patreon podcast, but she sent us a, a private message um, on our Patreon page. And she said she was listening to the very first Patreon episode wow. where we did talk about um, our scripts. And she mm. said, have you ever thought about taking your scripts and making your own audiobook version of them for audible or something so amber no we hadn't until you said that <laughs> but we had been for the last um four or five days talking obsessively about gay baby army which was our second yes. screenplay we ever wrote um and just because we'd been at halloween horror nights and there were so many like things reminiscent of that script but we we then from your your message um said well we'll go back to our original idea which is to read them just on the patreon yeah i think so yeah i think we should i think that's what we're gonna do because i can't stop thinking about you know obviously we're never gonna get um any movies made ever but <sighs> maybe we if we read it it'll get it out of my system well we went back before you moved and we read nicest thing or no we read um terminally ever after yeah so we have five total scripts nicest thing um Gay Baby Army. Gay Baby Army. Terminally Ever After. Pushing It. And um, um, Insecurity. 
Yeah, but that was out of order. Insecurity oh, came well. before. Yeah, but yeah, those five. Mm-hmm. Wow, they sound brilliant. Um, <laughs> they do. So yeah, that's that's also coming up on the Patreon. And there's a song that goes with Gay Baby Army. Yeah, um, maybe we'll sing the song. Yeah, well, you're going to be so singing that'll it be, soon. <laughs> that'll be... So, you know, we did uh, Patreon Idol, and that was a, its own special month and a half, I think. And so I think we're going to have our special... Um, I don't know. We'll call it yeah, s- like yeah. a like a like a like script, our own Sunday scriptapalooza. Our own yes, yeah, sc- our own <laughs> exactly our scriptapalooza. Our whatever the fuck they call it when they do all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we're gonna. People do. People are like, I would never want to hear that. No, you do. You don't know. You do. You do want to hear I it. I mean, it's just you, you don't want to hear an hour of us patting ourselves on the back. In fact, <laughs> two hours a week of us doing that. Sometimes I listen to like a. I, li- I don't mind like a well done. Like, I listen to all the Harry Potter books because it sounds yeah, like they're but, movies. Oh, well, but those are meant to be books, and these are scripts, so they're, you know, I, and I will say this, it won't be well done, um, but the scripts are well written, and uh-huh. they're good, and we don't just say that, so I think our taste is um, on point when it comes to that, and I'm, pr- I'm proud of all of them. And we certainly, there is an element of us going back and being like, ha ha, we are so funny, <laughs> and it's like, and by the way, they're... You know, they're they're problematic as as yeah. things change uh-huh. and jokes become inappropriate. You can best be sure they all have a highly inappropriate jokes that we will not be taking out. We no. will have to just own where we were in when we wrote our first script in like 2000 fucking nine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gay baby army is problem after problem. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so back to Selena. Um, Selena was our Patreon saint of not drinking and driving Ah, when she sent us a ton of alcohol and two uber gift cards Mm -hmm. but then she became our patreon saint of road trips when she gave us two yeti mugs (laughs) with our names personalized on them and Mm. a huge bag of skinny pop that we took on our drive to napa (laughs) june but now Mm. she's our patreon saint of housewarming because she sent this huge fucking box of luxurious shit it's like unbelievable this this stuff she sent Happy housewarming from your favorite ass kisser, Selena and family. Thomas, Cotton, who's a dog, Eve, who's a dog. Hope you both enjoy these in your new place. I mean, what an array it was. Truly, truly. Well, I would say like she was, I don't think we ever said this because I don't think we give the vibe that we, um, I think I give the exact opposite vibe called I hate entertaining. I hate parties. I hate people in Uh, my safe space. mm -hmm. However, now that we have a huge podcast studio in your house, which then gives us um, an extra room, people can stay the night. Like when our, you know, loads engineer Richard comes to Mm -hmm. town, when Yanni comes over and we get too high and too drunk (laughs) he can spend the night and when chardonnay the last time chardonnay came Mm. over to do the podcast um at your old place we did put out a cheese board yes that's right that is one of the things that selena included in her housewarming box was a slate cheese board slate coasters and gold cheese knives to sit atop the cheese board and i love a cheese board a charcuterie board these things are so baller, like so nice, if so you, great. Slate is like no, I know. Like, I don't know how to describe it. If somebody like granite, like, kind of yeah. or something like such as it's really nice. And of course, she had. I mean, my favorite of all time, 
movie popcorn with eight special seasonings and a microwave popcorn popper, which also will be used for when we're drunk late at night with guests over because it's like it seems special and we want to save the movie popcorn for like to act like this is how we live. Yeah. Well, the movie popcorn will also come out when we watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And all of those. Yeah. Classics. Because now you're going to be all into like binging the horror franchises, the classics. The clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also these big, gorgeous blue crystal bookends. Um, they look like they are straight out of Spencer Pratt's <laughs> luxury crystal collection. If you're not familiar, uh, it was on mm-hmm. Wife Swap. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, he, the guy, I don't know if he still does, but he had intense, like, huge crystals. These yep. are so pretty. Yep. They're like... They're just baller. They're so nice. Yeah. I mean, luxurious. The yes, luxury luxury. of the luxurious. <laughs> like, Selena, are you fucking kidding? You don't need... You did not need to do that. Like, we've no. been... She has been spoiling us since, mm-hmm. since like, the summer. And you're, we're right. She's our favorite. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> okay, now it's time for another unfortunate edition of Trump Republicans are low-key terrorists. So... We must ask ourselves, what is the dictionary definition of terrorism? The systematic use of terror, especially as a means of coercion. Now, normally when we talk shit about Republicans and their stupid, arrogant stunts, we call the segment douchecapades. But douchecapades is for like... When losers die waiting in line on Mount Everest, or when Devin Nunez sues Twitter because someone made an account impersonating his cow. But MAGA Republicans have become so over-the-top verbally and physically violent that last year, we created a whole new segment dedicated just to the topic of Republican terrorism, because it's clearly not going away. Yeah, the shit the Republicans have been doing is so heinous that we're either going to have to have a full-on civil war or someone big is going to get assassinated, which will then cause a huge overhaul of the useless and rotted FBI. And that's when all of the violent verbal harassment and actual physical violence coming from the MAGA assholes and all of the shit-stirring rhetoric coming from the Trump Republicans will finally stop. Because, believe you me, if the FBI wasn't so fucking corrupt, they'd easily be able to profile every one of these violent fucktards doing mass shootings (laughs) and voter intimidation and death threats to school board members and politicians and also actual violence to people. Exactly. The FBI will have no choice but to start doing their job If someone important dies, that's the reason the January 6th shit is going nowhere because no one in government actually got attacked or murdered. So now the corrupt FBI gets to just sit there and keep their jobs as if they didn't literally allow that attack on the Capitol. And they're turning a blind eye every single day to the hundreds of verbally recorded threats of violence coming from Republicans to elected officials all over the country. And even if they're investigating some of the threats, After they happen, you cannot tell me that these people aren't profilable just by their social media alone. If fucking Gmail can scan my incoming emails for the word approval and then spam my fucking inbox with fucking bullshit loan apps and phishing scams (laughs) from Lone Tree, then yeah, the FBI can create an algorithm to find the extremists who have been radicalized toward violence on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Plus the fact that they're goddamn everywhere. We all know at least one, if not two. So yeah, if I know someone, then that means they're pretty fucking obvious. 
Yeah, and you know what violence from radical extremists is? Fucking terrorism. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but it is. And for those of you who fast-forwarded the, the intro song to this segment, here is a Webster's Dictionary definition of a terrorist. Quote, someone who advocates or employs the systematic use of terror, especially as a means of coercion, end quote. So leaving a voicemail for a school board member telling them you're going to rape their daughter and kill their husband if they don't resign is literally the goddamn definition of terrorism. And that actually happened. And breaking into the home of the Speaker of the House in order to break her kneecaps and teach everyone in Congress a lesson is beyond fucking terrorism. You need the death penalty, you fucking arrogant, idiotic, gullible, undateable waste of space. Probably everyone in America and the world at this point knows that Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home was broken into last night. But for those of you who don't know, don't care, or simply didn't hear about it, here's the deal. Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. There are two chambers of Congress, the Senate and the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives has over 500 representatives representing districts from all over the country. Nancy Pelosi is the leader of the Democrats in the House of Representatives. And right now, the Democrats hold a majority in the House, and that makes Nancy Speaker of the House. And as Speaker of the House, Nance Pelosi is second in line after Kamala Harris, if anything were to happen to Joe Biden. We have a whole segment dedicated to Nance Pelosi, which we did last week, called Nance Pelosi is a Badass Bitch. And we've celebrated her often in our clapback segment and Legislation Street and many others. We are fucking obsessed with her she's been fucking amazing for this country every single thing obama was able to get done which wasn't a lot due to the cock blocking republicans nance pelosi did that shit including and especially obamacare and obama is the one who says it and finding out some maga monster tried to attack her three days after we dedicated a whole podcast to her was fucking horrifying it was extremely extremely disturbing Um, it felt very close to home and extra sad for us. And I just felt like it was like, like finding out, you know, that if you go to someone's concert and then they get attacked Mm -hmm. or something like that. I mean, we're just huge fans and, and it, we just celebrated being huge fans. And, um, it was, it's, I'm sure many people are, are disturbed. Um, but luckily, uh, he didn't attack her because she wasn't home. Um, which he should have known since he knows every fucking thing else, but uh, her husband was. And unfortunately, he got his brain smashed in with a hammer um, by David DePape, a 42-year-old incel from Canada who moved here 20 years ago for some girl that was willing to fuck him before he lost his stupid mind. Um, He apparently had a kid with that woman, but has no contact with either her or the kid because he's a crazy MAGA loser living in a garage and sitting on his phone sharing conspiracy theories all day on fucking Facebook. Um, A few notes. If you're going to be a violent extremist on behalf of Trump, at least be on truth social, for God's sake. Trumping on Facebook is so 20 fucking 16. (laughs) He's so poor. He's so poor. (laughs) He's not VF here. (laughs) This human toilet smashed a window on Nancy Pelosi's house at 2 a.m. and then went upstairs to her bedroom where her husband Paul was in a pajama shirt and boxers, having just woken up. And he asks him, where's Nancy? 
And Paul says, she's in Washington, D.C., and she won't be home for a few days. And then Paul asks, what do you want with her? And DePape says, well, she's second in line for the presidency, right? We need to take them all out. We being the operative word. And and also he said, um, are you Paul? Now, I've had to ask you several times today, what's her husband's name again? <laughs> and I know a lot of people in San Francisco who are calling him Mr. Pelosi. They live <laughs> in San Francisco and they don't know his name. You know what I mean? We're huge fans of her and we don't yeah, know his name. Right. Um, the guy knew, knew his name. So um, I'm quite sure he could have just popped on over to Twitter and known exactly where Nancy Pelosi was. So when it comes to conspiracy theories, um, I'm right there with everyone because I don't fucking believe for a second. There's something that's fucking rotten in Denmark. Because um, the guy knows where she lives. He knows her husband's name. He knew there were cameras all over the house, which there are, that go right to the Capitol Police Department. But they just so happened to miss that there was someone in her house. Mm. Um, But he didn't know she was in D.C. When she's there for the fucking midterms! (laughs) I I mean, literally Terry Schiavo knows she's in fucking D.C. He said he didn't want to hurt Paul, just Nancy. So he said he was just going to tie... Paul up. Um, but Paul Pelosi convinced him to let him use the bathroom first. Um, I'm sure he pulled the old prostate card, no pun intended. <laughs> and DePape um, actually let him use the bathroom because, you know, at the end of the day, men stick together. But here's the kicker. This ain't Paul's first rodeo. And he had his cell phone charging in the bathroom, which I find cute and interesting <laughs> and also luxurious. Um, it gives me big five-star hotel energy. <laughs> Because there's never anywhere to charge the phone. You always have to do it in the bathroom. Right, and it wasn't know. next to him in the bed. Exactly. Um, because that would probably be tacky. Mm-hmm. And that's just what you do in hotels. And I just like, mm-hmm. their home is probably so baller that they don't even like exposed like plugs. So it's like a five-star hotel. Mm. Um, so when Paul went into the bathroom, he uh, calmly called 911. And I'm not exactly sure why. I don't know if he was trying to keep his voice down. So he mm-hmm. just was like, um, there's a male in the home and he's waiting for my wife. Um, he said his name is David. And the woman's like, okay. And he's like, talk to you soon. <laughs> and then he goes back out there. Well, the lady, the 911 operator, and it was a woman, just knew some shit was going down because mm-hmm. obviously she could probably tell that was from their house. Now, Nancy Pelosi, they had 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 a San Francisco PD car stationed outside her house and it um, up all the way until last year because the death threats were just so constant. So I don't really know why they didn't keep it there, especially right now around the midterms, but it's not there anymore. And like I said, they there's cameras everywhere that go right to the Capitol Police Department. They don't have any footage. They didn't realize anything had happened until they saw police sirens in the Capitol uh, Police Department. Wow, they're winners. Um, wow. It, the real hero here is the 911 operator who, without him saying anything specific, um, escalated to the call to the cop top of the emergencies, which right. you know there was like hundreds at San right. Francisco. Um, so, and then the police were there in like ten minutes, and it was at that point where David DePape proceeded to bash Paul Pelosi's head in with a hammer, which required surgery. And then Republicans proceeded to belittle it and make fun of it all across social media and on the campaign trail, like a bunch of fucking feckless assholes. We all know that um, Elon Husk, 
um, uh-huh. acquired Twitter. <laughs> yep. And it's now, talk about feckless, is going to be a, a whole free-for-all um, and Trump's invited back and blah, 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 blah. Um, I think one of his first tweets was about some kind of like... He basically just give... He inferred that there was more to the story. He was... He... He it got the he made some tweet and he's deleted it, but he didn't he act like it was like he was on a gay tryst or something. Paul well, Pelosi? he said there's a tiny possibility there might be more to the story than meets the eye, and then he deleted the tweet, and then well, so hashtag I'm, like Pelosi gay lover. Uh, what a fucking piece of shit! I mean, that's just. It's just. It's just why? Why is why you think just, he's gay? Why? Because they live in San Francisco. It's just like they've been married for 59 years. I, I just don't even understand. And I don't even care if it was a gay lover. The yeah, guy has uh, a ton of extremist shit online, all on Facebook. And if yeah. he did take this a guy home who pretended he was going to have sex with him while Nancy Pelosi was out of town and he got his heads bashed in yeah. with a hammer, I don't care. Right. The guy's still a MAGA piece of shit and you need to shut the fuck up, Elon Musk. <laughs> exactly. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I wasn't even that. I was just like, good, Which fine. made, it, But it just makes it like... We, why should we care? Like, yeah, Pelosi gay lover. Uh, uh, oh, good. Uh, like, get your head. Yeah, like, in. who the fuck? What's the matter with you? And then Don Jr. needed to pile on. And now here's how lame Don Jr. is. So Don. So I go upon just first perusing and see Don Jr. makes his own tweet. Don Jr.'s tweet is a picture of an of tidy whitey underwear with a hammer on it, um, on a gross brown pillow and it says got my paul pelosi halloween costume ready and that was that was it however unbelievable it's unbelievable but this is the the, here's the tea it wasn't even his fucking tweet he stole the tweet from another piece of shit yeah someone else on truth social yeah but he didn't Didn't, retweet it he didn't yeah he didn't say the picture was someone else yeah it literally was from him with that picture cut out as if he was doing it but then they, I found the uh, our Washington was Post put the original tweet on it from a piece of shit dot com. And, and did they say that uh, and did they call him out for being a fucking joke stealer? Well, a guy, another guy on Twitter said he liked it. He basically puts them side to side and he was like Don Jr. Like he liked it so much. He made it his own. I mean, basically just yeah. calling him out. But it's just like Don Jr. Get your head out of the coke. And fucking, you know what I mean? Come up with your own insulting joke up, like Elon Musk. Yeah, come up with your own, exactly. And the rest of your, your family, <laughs> the rest of Fox News, so many other Republicans, just even people. I mean, even, I mean, just even some, someone I li- liked spew just like, just the, the, the demeaning belittling of it all. Like, yeah, that's bad, but... <sighs> They're just old and Nancy Pelosi needs to go. And I mean, just get out of here. And it's like, can you imagine? And this goes for any, I don't care what your fucking political bullshit is. If someone came into your parents, that's what I told you. Grandparents. I I said that guy has like five kids. Fuck his grandkids. Fuck his wife. That man, Paul Pelosi, has five kids. That's mm-hmm. what I told you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, some girl, and we know, we follow Nancy Pelosi's daughter Christine. on Twitter. I'm like, girls and g- guys are sitting around going, someone broke into my father's home and bashed my father's head in with a hammer. Yep. Like, more than anything, his kids got me. Not even his grandkids, yeah. his kids. 
And regardless of what you think of them, they've never killed anyone. They've never done anything. Uh, the only thing you could say is that uh, maybe, you know, whatever they did insider trading or whatever st- money yeah, things they've done, they've never done anything. They've they've never it doesn't they've only they've done sh- the same shit the rest of the politicians yeah. have done and, and that's nothing. what they do for their service. Thank you for your service. Right. Insider trade away. We let the Republicans do it. We let the Democrats do it. They all do it across the board. They're underpaid. And it and, and Laura overworked. Bush killed someone. Fucking George W. did like it's it's and what and but she's beloved by fucking Republicans and you never had a problem that she killed someone. And listen, I like Laura Bush and that's the thing. Yeah. I don't really care. It doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> no. Because it, it whatever. People have accidents. People do shit. Then when it comes to the, it just doesn't matter. I'm That's, sorry. I don't care. I don't no. care if. Uh, we don't care I, if I they make care. money and they're rich. He went to Harvard Business School. He's a fucking finance guy. They were going to have money. Right. That's what's up. He he was going to be a finance. They were going to be rich. That's You're what's mad going they're on. rich? You want to be rich. She's giving back. That's what she's doing. That's- she pushed through the Lily Ledbetter Act. If it wasn't for her, that wouldn't happen. Women wouldn't be being paid equal pay if it wasn't for Nancy Pelosi. And you're fucking mad and saying that she's she needs to quit or she needs to retire. Or it's not so bad that her husband got bashed with a hammer and a guy was going to a man was going to bash an 82 year old woman's kneecaps in. He needs to die. He needs to die. He needs to die. He admitted what he was going to do. He's he's worthless and to society. You don't get to sit in your fucking incel diapers and decide that you get to smash someone's kneecaps in. No. And we don't need to pay for you to sit in jail. You can go to fucking Homeless Island. That's right. Exactly. You can go to Homeless Island. You can go to, you know where you can go? Death Penalty Island. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Now we get into the people who put themselves on Vidya. So um, I'm sure Fox News was just a fucking cesspool. A cesspool. Jesse Waters can go kill himself. Uh, This is all to be expected. But let's hear from from Caitlyn Jenner, who, um, you know, uh, does exist in the LGBTQ uh, letter um, world. Yeah, the letter community, Uh and Uh um, and there was the very when the very first tweet put out by someone high profile was. an anti-LGBTQ tweet. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was. Exactly. Just replace, right. you know, gay lover right. with trans lover. Right. Or bi level right. lo- lover. Right. Or queer lover. Right. Whatever. Questioning mm-hmm. lover. What are the other fucking things mean? Lesbian uh. lover. <laughs> All the L's and B's and T's and yep. Q's. Okay? Caitlyn Jenner, you're on the fucking letter alphabet community. And you fucking are going to go and um, what? What was she saying? It certainly is, and uh, Martha, always good to be with you. First of all, my my heart and prayers goes out to the Pelosi family, and hopefully Paul Pelosi will have a fast recovery, but we really don't know what his condition is is at that. We haven't gotten good reports. Um, This is not a political win or loss for anyone. It is truly a horrible picture for our nation. Why this home wasn't better protected is kind of beyond oh, me. No, it's their fault. Okay. I mean, okay. in light of the status, of, uh, he's Classic. married to what the second person in line for the presidency. Seems like Pelosi needs to reevaluate, um, and especially uh, her uh, uh, security, especially in a violent city of San Francisco. I've spent a lot of time up in San Francisco, and it is violent. It is imperative, also, that we don't make this a violence. partisan <laughs> issue. 
This happens to members of Congress. It is a partisan issue. Supreme Court. I mean, you think San Francisco is like Blade Runner. um, Like it's a violent city. In my family. I mean, living in the celebrity world. I mean, I've received hundreds of death threats publicly, privately, every day. Yeah, you're an asshole. And especially, actually, after I joined Fox News, it only got worse. Soft on crime liberals, uh, politicians running to actually defund the police, release violent criminals. And on that note. The the whole thing that they love to do about how liberals want to defund the police and the the main, main, main city. And this is why everybody needs to be already have voted or get out and vote on Tuesday. The midterms are a week away. This is all tied up together. It is a motherfucking partisan issue. And this bullshit about defund the police, which is Republicans saying that it's not Democrats and nobody even Democrats. It's not even a liberal issue. And. The main city they hold up is San Francisco and the motherfucking police were there in 10 minutes. Okay? <laughs> 10 minutes, bitch. And they'll blame Nancy Pelosi and they'll ba- blame San Francisco and they'll talk about smash and grabs and all this crap because all they care about is corporate America. But you know what? I mean, 10 minutes. Right. 10 motherfucking minutes. It's unfortunate that um, that defund the police was that to be a thing. It really threw, threw salt in. It really threw salt in, but it's never been a fucking platform in that in the Democratic. It's just I'm just piling on to what you're saying. Yeah, Democrats yeah. never went onto the floor and were like, "We need to defund the police." No, Joe Biden never said it. No one's ever said it. They all say we're not for that. It's police it's reform, just poli- and right? It's, and it's and it's in cities where you know the police run rampant with police brutality, and it's in cities like L.A. where police run rampant with corruption, mm-hmm. and that's where people talk about, you know reform and then moving the funds and the budgets around to so that they're it's better used i mean our school school district is fucking corrupt too so it's and it's and police departments are from fucking state to state and city to city and it's like get the fuck out of here with that bullshit caitlin jenner go back to malibu you fucking cunt if if caitlin jenner and fox news and the republicans dare dare to say that they didn't have enough protection, so that's why this person was able to get into their house. Then they should be the one screaming the loudest about January sixth, because good point. Why did were those garbage people allowed to get on to the Congress floor? I guess they needed more protection. Yeah, and it was the same Capitol Police that just so happened to miss somebody breaking into Nancy Pelosi's home. Yeah, and on January 6th, it was under Trump. So get your fucking life together. Now, here's a living, fucking, breathing turd who uh, said this. This is Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin on the campaign trail. And the voters are getting ready to stand up again and said, we have had enough. Enough of Abigail Spanberger. Enough of Joe Biden. And uh, listen, I, I want to stop for a minute and and uh, listen, Speaker Pelosi's husband, uh, they had a break in last night in their house and he was assaulted. There's no room for violence anywhere, but we're going to send her back to be with him in California. That's what we're going to go do. That's what we're going to go do. And wow. Glenn. Governor. Governor of Virginia. That's a governor. Just the, if you're. I love that they think uh, they think that denouncing because everything's like we need them to denounce the violence. It's like that already is dumb. Yeah. Um, but 
I would have to say the the phrase "there's no room for violence" isn't denouncing anything. No, at all. Oh, there isn't any room. I think brooms being made. <laughs> yeah. I think there's, I think there's quite enough room. room. It's quite a bit of there's square footage. But room. Yeah. This is this is. I'll take insufferable AOC. I'll take any of our people in our party over. Yeah, who this. bug on the nerves? You, you, yeah, bug on the nerves. Yeah. At least she's, you know, but yeah, that's all moment. they do is just bug on the nerves. Yeah, they're just bugging. Yeah, they're just bugging. <laughs> yeah, being being like you know, and being, being too bugging. helpful, being right. too sensitive, just all that, being too into fixing and helping. Uh, right, that's all. Uh, that's, that's the worst. That's yeah. how horrible they yeah. are. Yeah, like when when they when they say, um, "Oh, you're woke," and I'm like, right. Oh my God! How dare you? How dare you try to, um, you know, be inclusive and try right. not to harm and hurt people mm-hmm. and try to help people? Right. Oh, being woke—it's such so offensive. Right. Exactly. But then there's people who are still Republican. You look at that guy, and they have to do it over and over and over and over again, but still stay Republican and vote Republican. It's these are you. Here's here's you. This is what you sound like, Republicans. Glenn Youngkin. That's you. Now that's what's you. up with this dumb? Here's cunt. another cunt. So who is she? Cunt Lake. Cunty Lake. Cunty Lake. Cunty Lake. This is the Arizona GOP nominee, Carrie Lake. So in Arizona, is she for a Senate? Uh, I believe she's running for governor. Oh, okay. Well, Arizona is one of the, you know, places to watch for all of it. You know what I mean? The Senate, the House, just all of it. Governor. Um, yeah. And by the mm, way, mm, mm. I'm not even going to say it. So here's what. Here, Cunty Lake. Let me just let's yeah. Here's Cunty Lake. You plan to have it in your budget to increase school safety, and how so? I believe with the last budget, Wendy, not if I'm right, was it about 50 million put into increasing on, school safety with school re, uh, stu, uh, school resource officers, armed officers to make sure we're protecting oh, our kids. Okay. Fantastic. It is not impossible to protect our kids at school. They act like it is. Nancy Pelosi, well, she's got protection when she's in D.C. Apparently her house doesn't have a lot of protection. But. I mean, I'm not even. uh, It isn't just that she made that joke. It's the level of them laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is, that is, that should, if that doesn't deeply, 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 deeply disturb anyone. I mean, Glenn Youngkin, I'd marry and have a thousand of his babies before I would go near Cunty Lake and that, that those constituents like, and we go to Arizona all the time. Laughing, laughing at your mother or father being bashed in the head with a hammer. You think that's funny? That's you Republicans. That's you. Yeah. You're low key terrorists. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans, the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them, and their brand new made-to-order troll platform called Twitter. She hates doing it, and though I don't blame her for hating it, I refuse to let her skip it because we need some good news, or at least some fake good news. Or some bad news happening to bad people, mm-hmm. which is basically just good news. So tell us, Mau Mau, 
I know that um, this came down to the wire. Yes, it did. So yes, did you end up did. finding anything? This has been one of the most frustrating and annoying weeks on record. It seems that this week has been nothing but a porta potty hole to the hell mouth of discovering that people think it's okay to attack an 80-year-old man and woman in their home. And then those who may think violence is basically wrong want to use it to make fun of those 80-year-olds. And I am in full disgust mode. My hope bubble is very small right now. I am, however, still on a Halloween high. And I'm... Um, I can't, I, 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 we, I, like we talked at the beginning, uh, I'm ready to chase the next fascination that seems to be my new obsession, which is the horror genre, but like 80s and comedies and stuff, like classics only, not horror porn, not slasher shit. I'll be tackling the classics this month. I should say we, and it will be Freddy, People Under the Stairs, Hellraiser, and Monster Squad. Hellraiser is not funny. I love Monster Squad. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> wow. Okay. So um, I, have you ever seen People Under the Stairs? No. Okay. That I have seen before a billion years ago, and I want to revisit it and see what the deal is. People don't know that you came in the room and said, did you know Johnny Depp was a nightmare on Elm Street? And I was like, yeah, because everybody does. And he, I didn't. And he dies in the bed, and he has like one scene, and it was the first thing he ever did. And the literally, because I went when I was at work the other day, uh, I had a moment, and I just couldn't help myself. I'm literally like was like, let me just watch the beginning of Nightmare on Elm Street. Just, I just want to see what, what the deal is. And I'm like, like it was very, uh, very covert. And then I'm like, the thing said, introducing Johnny Depp. Introducing Johnny Depp. They went back and re-edited that. We, you know, that's what oh. we need to do with Chardonnay, because he obviously loves those. Yeah, and he likes all of them. Yeah. To, I don't know if I can do Halloween and Jason. I don't think I can. But I want to do those other ones. Okay. I've been in deep thought and anal analyzation as to what is drawing me into these things. And the obvious shallow answer is escapism. And there's some sort of dark, fantastical violence that I'm releasing because I'm mad at people who want to hurt 80-year-olds and a woman who's done nothing but help this country, especially women, even though those other people think the same thing and think all our problems are her fault and want to hurt her the way I want to hurt them. So I'm finding myself... You know, enjoying people's faces getting ripped apart as I think about MAGA assholes and Republicans, which I'm assuming cannot be healthy. Well, maybe you just have an addictive personality, which also isn't healthy. True. But I'm going to continue to explore this as the civil war in this country rages on and apparently around the world. The Supreme Court is gearing up to take more rights away. And even though I can't stand grandstanding self-righteous activism... And I know they're right about climate change and the death of our planet. I want to Will Smith those little assholes throwing soup on paintings in museums and then super gluing their hands to the walls. And so I delve deeper into creatures and supernatural and anything that wears a cape and has fangs. When I come up for air, I do need to peruse the news. And that's an even worse horror show. But one of the worst things to have to acknowledge and something I try to avoid vehemently is anything that has to do with the imminent destruction of the planet. I don't watch those kind of movies. I don't do natural disasters. I don't do the planets blowing up. And I do not do there's an asteroid careening to Earth and we're going to be blown up. In well, you watched that one with Leonardo. And that was a mistake. Which leads me to that movie, Don't Look Up, on Netflix, though was annoying, slightly funny, and mildly entertaining, disturbed me, and I cannot. I always think, just like with missiles, why can't we come up with technology that will blow up an asteroid or nuclear missiles that are pointed at us and shit like that? Like, if we had technology during the dinosaurs, maybe the dinosaurs would still be here. And then I look on the news only to find out 
the shit exists. I'm reading the New York Times, sort of, and I read the headline. <laughs> I love that you act like you're casually. I'm just t- perusing through the New York Times. You're sitting in your bed with a paper and your <laughs> yeah. night clothes with the night with your shoes next to the bed. Yeah, and that's what I said. Exactly. Sort of. Uh, and I read this headline. NASA's DART mission hits asteroid in first ever planetary defense test. Holy fucking shit. And also, thank fucking God. Of all the bullshit going on, this is actual good news. So, a month ago, NASA shot down a non-lethal asteroid in motherfucking space. It's called DART. A spacecraft that launched in November and then raced around the sun for 10 months as it pursued its target. Which was a small space rock called Dimorphos. So I'm gonna get you. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. you Seven. There you go. Seven million miles from Earth. This is how far away they see this shit before they they're like, oh shit, this is gonna get us in fifty years. Oh, exactly. So that's why in the movie they're all like, oh fuck. Yeah. And that stupid fucking movie. There, look up. It wasn't a fifty years. It was like t- two weeks. And I'm like, uh, no. Now, this is from the New York Times. For the first time, humanity has demonstrated the ability to autonomously target and alter the orbit of a celestial object. Ralph Semmel, director of the John Hopkins University Applied Physics Laboratory, said during a news conference after the crash. So it's like NASA and fucking other, you know, they all get together with their labs and whatever. Hitting an asteroid with a high-speed projectile nudges its orbit. Nudges. For an asteroid headed to Earth, that could be enough to change a direct hit to a near miss so it doesn't blow it up it just moves it a little and in its last moments the spacecraft sent back a series of photographs of the asteroid at more than 14,000 miles per hour 14,000 just fucking gross (laughs) impacts of a global scale occur very rarely once every 10 million years or so but now that the possibility has been ruled out Planners at NASA and elsewhere devote their attention to smaller objects in space. Those I wouldn't f- be surprised if it happened in our lifetime, though, because everything good and bad really has. It really has. Those are far more numerous, and although they would not set off mass extinctions, they can unleash more energy than a nuclear bomb. Ironically, just a couple days ago, NASA discovered some high-powered killer asteroids hiding behind the sun, and they're trying to figure out what to do. The three near-Earth asteroids were found using the dark energy camera in Chile. The dark web? Exactly. <laughs> now, unfortunately, uh, well, I should, well, fortunately, they, fa- they figured out that two of them they know are not going to hit the Earth. But one, though it's not currently barreling toward Earth, its path could bring it close enough one day that NASA will want to keep tabs on it. So though it's not, you know. Imminent? No. But they're like, huh. Now, even though it all sounds fantastical and cinematic, the government is appropriating funds to protect the planet from being exploded by asteroids. There's all kinds of things they're doing besides sending up spaceships. They're building all these telescopes and they're monitoring space millions and billions and patrillion miles away. Well, yeah, because the aliens away. and the UFOs are going to send the shit onto the course. Right. So there's like, whatever. They listed all these telescopes and blah, blah, blah. So we're going to scan. We're going to check it out. We're going to make sure. We're basically putting up... Security Why do you want to save the Earth from the asteroid? You don't want to save it from fucking anything else. Climate change. Exactly. Or Republicans. <laughs> I'm stopping myself from going into the whole UFO thing the government is getting into now, as I'm quite sure it's connected. But for now, I'm grateful and thankful that there's nerds and dorks and science people and mathematicians and fearless protectors who are doing the heavy lifting for us. 
when it comes to outer space and the complexity and darkness of it all, I just can't fucking deal. <laughs> As we continue to destroy each other down here, at least we can all sleep at night knowing the planet will still be here until and unless we destroy it ourselves. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast week after week. We know we've been negative and phoning it in, but we truly are so grateful for all 14 of you. And we really, really appreciate you being here, even if you don't sign up for our Patreon podcast. <laughs> but please do <laughs> sign up for our Patreon podcast. Go to www.julianbrandy.com. It's only a dollar for a whole extra hour podcast per week. Or you can pay $2 and get two bonus podcasts per week. And our Patreon podcast is completely different than this. There's no ads. There's no politics at all, ever. It's just fun, random stories and deep dives and songs and bullshit. If that sounds appealing to you in any way, then there's also a link in the description of this episode. Or you can go to dumbgaypolitics.com. And all the info on how to sign up is there, plus the link to a free episode for you to check out. And if you're already on our Patreon podcast, we fucking love you. But your work here isn't done. Now we ask that you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. When we book guests on this podcast, we have to act like this podcast is real. And that requires lying to people, which requires fake evidence, which will come in the form of many, 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 many fake reviews. So please go on iTunes and help us with this fraud. We'd like to get to 2300 by 2023. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And boring. <laughs> I feel. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man by the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. 
I'll get you a satanic mechanic I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night Or maybe a bite Night I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom.